Everything you know about health is about to change. Welcome to Straight Talk on Health with Dr. Vincent Medici. Sometimes people suffer, not from lack of faith, but from lack of knowledge. This is the show that changes that. If you are tired of being sick, tired of not getting answers, tired of spinning in circles, for healing is not a mystery. It is a miracle that you were designed to experience. It takes hard work and real knowledge. It takes patience and time. It takes the education this show can provide. So get it straight today. Here's Dr. Medici. Voila. Good morning. I'm Dr. Vincent Medici. A little late for the show. I just got sucked into nature as usual. On a day like this, how can't you? Happy birthday to us. All right. The show today. If you listen to my introductory theme, it talks about how people get lost. The book I'm interested in writing is about how people get lost. Because something happened over the years, became so evident to me when it happened, and it didn't happen enough. And that is, is doing a radio show now, I'm in my 11th year, 550 shows or so, one show a week. I'm like Lou Gehrig, like I never miss a game. I think I missed two shows in all those years. And what you notice every now and then is somebody contacts you from another part of the planet, Indonesia, another part of the United States, England, India, and they tell you they've been listening to the show for a year. Now, you don't know them from Jack. You've never heard them. They've never written in and made comments, but they'll tell you, Medici, your show has changed me. I do what you say. And I'm a lot better. And when I get contacted like that, I always make sure I find out who this person is because it fascinates me because obviously if I could find a lot of people like that, well, that would be very good for everybody. So when I make contact with these people, it's always the same. They have some inner sense of how to make a choice. In other words... In their healing, whether they have a disease. And a lot of these people over the years have not been functional. That means they don't work. You know, like they stay home and they hope that their spouse takes care of them or their family. Or they got an inheritance that they live off of. Or they've got a social security. Or they've got, you know, some sort of of money coming from somewhere. Because they're not that functional. And... When it happens, it's always the same. They've got this inner sense of how to navigate themselves through the healing. Now, I've been in this game for 30 full years at this point. I started in massage school in 1988. That's 34 years ago, 33 years ago. And I just got out of school on December 18th of 2020, about a year ago. That's a lot of school, in and out of school, all the time, never stopped. Honestly, it was like a crucifixion, because I actually hate school. 
I hate the institution of it. It stinks. But I love knowledge. And some of those academic centers have concentrated bodies of knowledge, and you just got to suffer through it. So as good as I might be at mitigating damage, it was still rough. And what they teach you in school, chiropractic school, acupuncture school, massage school, the chemistries, the physical sciences, what they teach you is that people are a car. You use your tools to diagnose them, find a solution, give the solution to them. I'm not talking about MD stuff, allopathy. I'm talking about naturopathic school, Chinese medicine, chiropractic school, massage school. It's all laid out in the same way. You learn the tools and then you apply them correctly to the person and the person responds in the way you wanted it to. And if you're honest with yourself, it never works that way, ever. If it did, a person would be a machine. Now, the curriculums in acupuncture school, chiropractic school, this school, that school, the other school, all admit ultimately that people are not machines. But it still doesn't get around the essential problem, and predominantly, and more important than ever today, people who seek help, who know that if you go with a classic allopathic model, very often you are dead. You will be get and taken to first base, and maybe your life will be saved, but you're just prolonging what ultimately will be a life of suffering or death. For people who get this, for people who listen to all these shows about alternative medicine and all the non-surgical and non-pharmaceutical solutions that you can employ. For people who are interested in that, I got to tell you, against the tide, you swim. And I say that because never before has allopathy been so egregious on every level. It is unbelievable to me the number of people that come through my office each week under the care of some medical institution that are being slaughtered like pigs. And yes, it is the system. Our medical system is broken. Seriously broken. Maybe no news to you. So what you then counter with is I'll do it myself. And here's the point of the show today. You are lost in a labyrinth. And the reason is, unlike those examples I cited earlier, unlike those people who just have this sense of how to navigate, you don't. So what's the average person to, to, what's the average person do that's interested in alternative health? They listen to a bunch of radio shows, they read a bunch of books, they listen to a bunch of YouTube clips. And then they figure out how to allocate their time, their energy, and their money. When I've watched this broad scale over the years, it's been pitiful. Somehow, we think the human organism's a machine. You just figure out the equation and plug the numbers in. And out on the other end of the equal sign pops the solution. And what you see people do who are chronically ill predominantly is go from doctor to doctor, and I mean allopathic or alternative. You try a solution, 
and a solution and a solution and always looking for an it and an it and an it. And if you've got enough optimism and enough energy and you're not that sick or you're so sick you have no choice, you just keep plugging away. Now, my point is, predominantly, you go around in circles. I think it would be very hard to argue that statistically, when you look at how people navigate themselves through their way out of chronic disease, you have cancer, you have heart disease, you have autoimmune disease, you have chronic, relentless musculoskeletal pain, you have torturous headaches, you have gastric reflux, whatever it might be, I think it would be hard to argue the fact that predominantly most people are delusional and lost in spinning. And if that's news to you, let it be news. Now, for me, observing this over 30 years, I have to weigh that against every now and then somebody, somebody that was sick, really sick, appears to know how to absorb information and navigate. Navigate means the allocation of your time, of your money, and your energy devoted to pulling yourself out of a chronic illness, terminal or otherwise, something that has really hurt your life. And that's why I'm doing this show today. That's why I created the 200 Laws of Natural Health. I want a way, I want to perfect a way for people to plug into a formula that will bring them out of the labyrinth to a healing. And with that intention, what I can tell you, we have to change. We have to develop our sensitivity to our experience. We say and complacently smile at the axiom, you have to listen to your body. People will say, yes, I understand. To navigate myself out of a healing, I have to listen to my body. You can't do that through 5G. You can't listen to your body through sugar. You can't listen to your body or in shock. You think you can, but you can't. And then you have to know what to listen for. You have to understand that your job, so that you get what you want at the other end of the equal sign, a reduction of symptomology or an absolute cure, what you want is to evolve your sensitivity to your experience. You have to learn to measure the moment. I'm going to give you an example of what I mean food. What'd you eat for breakfast? What you ate for breakfast, if you're in the health game, may reflect some choice you've made regarding somebody's endorsement. You may eat paleo. You may eat ketogenically. You may, in that you eat ketogenically, include dairy. You may, out of respect to paleo, eat the same way minus dairy. You may be a vegetarian. You may be a fruitarian. 
whatever your choice is, and whoever wrote the book or did the webinar, that you have effectively tried to deal with your gastrointestinal distress, to deal with your reflux, to deal with your IBS, to deal with your ulcerative colitis, to deal with the hives you get, the allergic reactions to the foods you eat, whoever you're following, none of those choices day to day with the food you prepare mean absolutely anything unless you can listen to the response from your body. Are you eating out of your head from what your head tells you to do or your body? Now, what does that mean? It means that as you evolve and contour dietary choices to you, specific to you, in a way no one can tell you, no book, no doctor, no nothing. You have to have a mindset looking for an intuitive moment. Now, what does that mean? Well, I'll give you an example. Pregnant women. You, ever, you have a wife? Do you remember when your wife, anyone listening to the show today that's pregnant, Watch a pregnant woman evolve herself through a pregnancy as that fetus develops. And watch what she's doing day to day, moment to moment. She's in a constant state of, I want it, I crave it, and get it away from me, it stinks. And the coin can flip in the blink of an eye. It can be, I need strawberries, go get me strawberries. We laugh and we make jokes, don't we? She wants strawberries. I ran to the store to get her the best strawberries that the farm could make. And I brought them home and she looked at the strawberries and threw up. Guess what? That woman, through the grace of nature, through the grace of God, is in a phase in her life where she is sensitized. Despite the stress, despite the this and that, she is sensitized during gestation to make choices from the gut. That's what it looks like. I know people that eat like pregnant women. I know people that are as finicky about their food as pregnant women. I know people that if you watch them when they go to their farmer's markets or their farm shares or their food co-ops or even something like mothers or something as atrocious as Whole Foods, I know people who will go in there and they shop like pregnant women. I know men who do that, and I know women who do that. Now, if you're interested in making choices with your food, with your comida, with what nourishes your body, and you're in the hole, you have chronic superative IBS, ulcerative colitis, indigestion, gastric reflux, You've got skin reactions, hives and others. You've got psoriatic arthritis, arthritic reactions to the foods you eat. You have a sulfite allergy. Whatever you have, you have to be eating like a pregnant woman. I'm going to tell you something right now. You don't know what I'm talking about. You don't. And if you do, chalk one up to you. But if you do, you're already out of disease.
You can't have disease and understand what I just said. Now, I'm making a very, very intense statement here. I'm saying that unless you've evolved your senses to the point where you can smell that food and the intestinal villi and your your salivary glands are saying green light, green light, green light, or telling you stay the heck away from that poison, I'm telling you that if you're truly functioning like that, you can't possibly have disease. And in a healing, in your evolution, if you've started to do that, you're on your way. That's a law. That's a law. That is a law of natural health. That's one. There are hundreds. And you have to evolve your body, your being, over a period of time to sensitize itself that well. As an example, with respect to your food choices. Now, what are most people doing? They're reading books. And in some arbitrary fashion, thus the poor result, they've been running around in circles for 10, 20, 30 years with no sense of it whatsoever. If you're sick, if you've been spinning in circles, start there. And you're going to find that's an art form. In my classes, I urge my students to learn this. In my office, I learn my... I urge my clients to learn this. We coach them to develop a relationship with food where food and the choices made hit them in the gut. That is the only way. There is no other way. Occasionally you can luck out and decide to go paleo and you needed to or ketogenic and you needed to. You can follow a guy like McDougal and you needed to. You can become a superfood king or a superfood queen and you needed to. You can get down to Florida and study at the Hippocrates Institute, Optimum Health Institute, and you need it to. Occasionally, people do hit. But by and large, collectively, across the board, it's bad. And we're not feeding people this concept. We haven't designed a model to accommodate this concept. We don't heal by evolving to appreciate laws. We heal in this theoretical model, poorly proven out, that assumes that you're finally, in your ardent search, going to hit upon some doctor, some book, some YouTube clip, and you're going to try it, and boom, it's going to work for you. When in fact, your senses, you have been so desensitized that you take and need 500 years, if you were lucky, 500 years, to statistically fall upon the sequence of choices required to get you out of the labyrinth. You don't heal your way out of bad digestive situations with merely the right food choices. You might have to learn to relax. So here's number two. Relaxation. Now, what you're doing and what a lot of people are going to do when I say relaxation is they're going to look at each other. They're going to look at each other and smile because they understand how to relax and they don't. They don't have a clue. And the reason they're delusional about it is because nobody 
held them to the litmus tests of what it means to learning to relax. So let me give you another law. Let me give you, if you think you know how to relax, which is required if you want to get out of any chronic, degenerative, symptomatic mess, let me give you an example of what that would actually mean, a law. Have you ever done something in the name of health that made you so absolutely dead, so tired, so energyless that you sat in a chair and panicked? Because whatever you did, a fast, a supplement, a new way of breathing, a yoga class, whatever you did rendered you immobile in a chair. Have you ever done that and panicked and looked to your loved one or to your teacher or to your doctor and said, what did you do to me? I can't move. You've ruined me. I can't even get up and go to work. Have you ever done that only to realize that that was the first moment in many years that you started to relax? Have you ever done that? Because if you haven't done that, you don't know what it is to relax. That's a hard statement, isn't it? I've got dozens of statements that my class tomorrow at 11 a.m. at the Ayers Hotel is going to explore with me. I have 60 people coming to begin a series of lectures over the next six months that are going to imbue, embed, ingratiate every member of that class into understanding how to do this. And if they succeed, I'm going to promise every single one of them, I don't care what they've got, a more radiant health. This is a paradigm. This is not the way health is taught. Health is data accumulation. Health is all sorts of things that belie what it's truly about, which is a desensitization followed by an expansion of the intuitive faction of the body. And all the things you do for health are exercises. I have five spaces left. 714-850-1007. If you can't make it, make it. If you've got something better to do, it's not better to do. And call the office. I've got five spaces left. I'm going to open it up for 65. We have 60. And if for whatever reason I don't see you, as always, 714-850-1007. If you're lost in the labyrinth of health and you want a no-frills way out, ta-ta. Okay, that's a wrap. Don't forget to get to Dr. Medici's website at drmedici.com to look at the pictures and review the show as often as you wish. See you next week.